Shock, shock, and more. Fucking shock, 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 and more. Fucking shock. Shut the fuck up. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up, will you? Be right back. So, Carrie and Bush are from the Skull and Bones Club of Yale. Skull and Bones, which is the beginning of their rituals into the satanic orders. Shut up. You know, uh, uh, you know, anal fucks. Shut the fuck up. Okay. John Kerry Cohen gave George Bush Jr. his satanic rights, and they lay down in a coffin full of mud to do this in. So, you're saying that John Kerry and George Bush had anal sex together in college in a coffin full of mud? That's right. Okay. I am saying that. And because so, so, John Kerry Cohen. Okay. George okay. Okay, Carol. So, Carol, okay, Carol, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> Sounds pretty shitty to me. <laughs> blunt, do you like to be blunt? We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Today's Wednesday with Dina Ray, one of my all-time favorites. It's Wicked Wednesday. And it's Wicked Wednesday. And Marla's here along with Richie Kepler. How are you, Renegade Nation? We took the day off yesterday because we had a lot of work to do. That means laying in bed getting laid. You made a little mistake. I made a yeah. Bill, I made, okay. Bill's going to be on this Tuesday. Yeah, I made a mistake. Renegade Nation. I told you, Bill Dean was going to be on formerly of CBS News. I made a mistake. I fucked up. I finally made a mistake, and that mistake was it was mon- monumental. It was a monumental mistake. So me and Bill but, had it. Number I keep on interrupting you, Mario. Yeah, we, have, we, we learned some really other cool yeah, we're gonna, stuff. Yeah, we're going to have really cool stuff. It'll be next Tuesday, February 5th, that Bill will be on. So mark your calendars, Renegade Nation. <laughs> anyway, we have Dina Ray on from Chicago. Yay, Dina. Aloha. 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 How are you, Dina? Love you, love you, love you. Dina is, the, Dina is the author of New World Order and the Voodoo People and the Hollow of the Damned, and she's been on for... Now, uh, two weeks, I guess. Isn't, isn't that right, this Dina? This is the third yeah. one. The third week, I'm sorry. Thank you, Marla, for... I, God, I wish you were this smart with doing other things. Huh? Yes, yes, Dina? Uh, my third time. That's your third time. So Dina's on, and Dina has gotten rave reviews from our listeners, and Renegade Nation loves Dina Ray and everything she has to talk about with the New World Order. order. And um, today, we are going to be talking about the New World Order. When it comes to pharmaceuticals, which are, which are another name is drugs... And uh, and food that we eat that's loaded with drugs, and that's why we're all fucked up over here. They're killing us. And Dean is going to explain to Renegade Nation to all of you about what you're eating and the drugs and what they're doing to your beautiful bodies that are turning into big fat slobs, and you're losing everything, and your sex stinks. Your mind is going. Your mind's going crazy, and people are just nutty, nutty, nutty. So, Dina, take it away. Tell us about what the what you have found out and some information about drugs and the food that we. We are eating. Well, thanks very much, Rich. You're uh, welcome. My, myself and another author, his name is Jeff Bowles, and he's a best-selling uh, nonfiction author. And he he doesn't really consider himself a writer. He's more of a, a researcher, and he's got a lot of biochemistry classes. And hello, we're here. We're here. Hi. Oh, okay. Sorry, the um, phone line keeps going in and out. Oh. Um, well, anyway, uh, Jeff and I are writing, co-writing uh, a book together about Big Pharma, and 
I've been doing a lot of research on it in terms of where it fits in with New World Order. So I've got to say, I've been blown away. Uh, one of the first things that I found was this phrase called Codex Alimentarius. Wow. Which is, uh, I never heard of it before. Codex? So, uh, uh, Codex, C-O-D-E-X. And then Alimentarius is A-L-I-E-N. Don't worry about it. T-A-R-I-O-U-S. <laughs> okay, well, what does that mean in plain yeah. English? It, it technically means food book or food code. Okay, oh. so uh, let's get into food codes. Well, the, I know this This kind of sounds dry, and, and it is dry, but um, this piece of um, health standards is the real shit right now in Europe and Canada, and the U.S. is steps away from joining in um, on all the fun. And um, just a little background, per New World Order conspiracists, um, part of New World Order is depopulating the world, and most um, conspiracy theorists agree that under one billion would be where the numbers of total population where you want to be. Yes, I've heard that, and that's why I always scream they're killing us. Oh, and, and they are, and there's no doubt about that. And um, part of what I found about this Codex Alimentarius is it consists of 27 committees, and two of the most important of those committees are called the Nutrient and Foods for Special Uses Committee, and then the food labeling committee. Mm. So part of the food labeling committee is um, about, uh, your listeners might have heard about GMOs or genetically modified organisms. I have, but I don't, I don't understand it. Well, let's continue. It's interesting. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead Dina. Okay, well, a lot of um, GMOs, are what DuPont and Monsanto, the you know big farming Monts, conglomerates, yeah. spray all over the crops so they could get you know ten times the crop as the organic guy, and um, the stuff that they use, um, twelve of the chemicals that they use are proven worldwide as um, irreparable damage, irreparable damages, and. Um, you, they don't have to, by law, list what they spray their foods with, and that's um, a GMO, and um, that's part of the Codex Alimentarius. Well, so you, the you, hey, Dina, Dina, it keeps Dina, the cons- you have to understand that they write the laws so they can decide what the law is going to be, and they can spray all this chemical shit on the food and that we're eating. Even if you wash it, you're still, the chemical is ingrained into the wheat or the corn or, or you know, the alfalfa or whatever the fuck it is. It's all ingrained. So they can spray all they want, but they make the laws and there is no law. So they keep on spraying it and we're eating it and we're getting sicker yeah. and people are having more, more problems uh, with food. Health. Yeah. With help. What I was gonna when you said Monsanto. Oh yeah. Remember the big <laughs> remember the big corn scare in August. Oh yeah. I, I mean, it, I can't even meet a person that doesn't know what Monsanto is. It's such a big deal. 
Oh, and they're as dirty as the day is long. They are dirty. And you know what? There is no corn scare. I, I, you know I what? know. There is, this country is so huge, so big. They have thousands and, and thousands of acres and silos filled with this goddamn corn. But it's all probably sprayed with all the shit that's making us sick. Right, Dana? Oh, yeah. um, I, a couple of... Couple of things about this Codex <laughs> Alimentarius, to you know, before I get into it, wow. is the history oh, of how it was formed is really fascinating, especially to someone who's into conspiracy theory. Yeah. Uh, it was yep. it was created in um, the '60s. First, um, ad, um, first um, it was under the UN and then um, the World Health Organization, and finally in, in 1963 it w- it was. Um, officially formed in, with their first session in Rome. Mm-hmm. And to get to uh, what they're saying is Codex Alimentarius is just a book of standards about food and nutrient practices and that it's not law and, you know, nobody needs to get all in an uproar about it, blah, blah, blah. Well, World Trade Organization was um, formed many years later. And this is the part that, that is very interesting that gets a lot of people all up in arms because now, what, it just follow me, I know this is getting confusing with all these organizations, but once the World Trade Organization was created, one of the first things they did was point to Codex Alimentarius or the food code or the food book, and they use it for a reference point for trade disputes. So this is really not about food, it's about trade. No surprise there. Nope. And if somebody's having a problem with exporting their food, well, they would take their dispute to the World Trade Organization. And guess what? If they are not following the regulations of the Codex Alimentarius, they cannot export their food. Aha. So you can only export food that's poisoned. No, that that they they that's, that's exactly right, Marla. The food that they say or they determine that should be sent out or exported or imported is that correct, Dina? Absolutely. So this this set of standards is being enforced by as law by the. And who? Whoa, 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 These people are elected for anything. Dina, who? Dina, Dina, who's enforcing this? Who are the morons that are doing this? Well, right now, Europe and Canada. Yeah, but who? Who, who in Europe and who, who are they? She said the uh, World Trade. No, you the, said are they, well, uh, um, the, whoever's running the EU right now would be one person to, po- to point at. And um, the um, leaders of all of Europe all have to go along and, and um, change their national laws to fit the codex. Okay, but who's 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 uh, who's running the Kodak? Who who is in charge? What aristocrat is in charge of killing everybody? Isn't it the United Nations? Well, I can't answer that right now. That's very cloudy. But I can tell you, it was invented by. Wait, hold on to your hats. I'm holding. By Nazi war criminals. Ah. I'm I, I'm not I, I am not making this up. No, I, 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 I of you know what? Dean, not. I believe everything that you say. And in fact, in the 50s, when you go back to the 50s, and if you do the research, and this has to do with breast cancer in women, 
In the 50s, women did not have breast cancer. It was very, very rare that women had breast cancer. And all of a sudden today, all these women have breast cancer. How the fuck do you think you got the breast cancer? It's from the shitty food that you eat. Or, or and, and Rich, I'd also like to add on to what you're saying is women's deodorants are filled with aluminum. Yep. Well, the tumors in breasts are filled with aluminum. There so you, you go. Deodorant right next to your boob. What? Now, see, hey, hey, Dina, when we get into deodorant, I, I used to use deodorant. And hold on, Marla, just one second. I used to use deodorant. I do not use deodorant anymore. I there, know, you reek. No, it doesn't matter. There's so many <laughs> chemicals in that fucking deodorant. You don't know what's going into your skin. It's, it's being absorbed into your skin. And in women, apparently, somewhere along the line, it's hurting them worse than it is men, I think. I could be totally wrong. But anything with those chemicals in that shit that's going under your arms is bleeding into the breast and the chest area. Go ahead. I just remember that coming up. Mm, was it? Yeah, around the eighties they brought that up, and then of course it was squashed by the uh, wonderful ostrich media. Um. Yeah, and male breast cancer is on the rise. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Male breast cancer and female breast cancer. Back in the fifties, Renegade Nation. Um, I was a. I, I was. I was just a teeny weeny, but nobody had deodorant back then that I can I, that I can recall of. They had the aerosol cans. They had aerosol cans. Yeah. I, I, well, it wasn't as bad as what they have today. They take a look at the back of a. a, a oh the, my god. Take a look at the back oh. of that underarm shit. Look at all the chemicals that are in it, and you're putting it into your body, and it's being absorbed into your body. That's ahead, why you Dina. should go all natural. Smell like I, me. No. <laughs> I know. It's, it's infuriating. Um, but I, a little bit back to this, this Nazi thing, which um, blew my mind away. One of the um, leading Nazis who uh, allegedly uh, invented the Codex, but, but keep in mind that, that the people running Codex Alimentarius claim that Nazis did not create create it but then they won't tell you who did no they that's the that's the issue they don't tell you who invented it they don't tell you anything it's a big secret with these aristocrats and these so-called better people they're keeping everything a secret and they're bullshitting everybody through the media to buy these products that basically are killing all of us because they like you said in the beginning of the show dina they only want a billion people on the planet and everybody else can go to hell yeah and we've all We've already before, they, before they kill them, they'll take all their money through pharmaceuticals and, and whatnot with, you know, diseases that they created. That they, they created the, dise- the diseases through the food that were... I did that for a reason because people pay attention when I did that, when I stutter. No, they don't. They hate The people that eat, when you're eating this shit that they have provided to you, that they have grown, and whatever they're putting into it with these chemicals, eventually it all comes down to the final straw, which is the prescription drug, uh, the prescription drugs that totally knock you out of the system and goodbye, Charlie. That's what happens. It's an, it's an ongoing process and a very slow process. It's a very slow change. It's slow, Renegade Nation. And then finally one day you wake up and you're fucking sick or you're having a heart attack or you have all these fucking kidney problems and liver problems. Yes, Marlon. Lately in the news, you know, quite a few famous people have passed away. And these people are in their 80s and 90s. You know who died just the other day? Sally Starr. She was a TV uh, personality in Philadelphia. Uh, Dean, I don't know if you ever heard of her. May I make my point? 
Just make it, will you? People were, are living that long because when they were younger, for one thing, when you got a hamburger, it was from one cow. Nowadays, you can get a piece from a cow overseas, another cow. They, they, they put, uh, give consumers the downed cows that are sick and have, um, you know, cancer and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is they're taking, in the old days, they took one cow. Right. And that cow, you, when you got the hamburger, came from one cow. And that was on 60 Minutes a couple years ago. Again, nobody pays attention. And what they're doing now is they're combining all these cows and combining all the meat together. So you don't really know what you're getting because one of these cows or maybe 10 of these cows could be diseased by something that they ate because they spread the chemicals on the ground. The cow's eating it. Then you have a hamburger. And then all of a sudden, you start getting sick after a period period of time. Like I said, Renegade Nation, it's a slow change. Well, I'm a veget- oh, yeah. I'm a vegetarian, but all I know is when Rich eats a hamburger, he gets the shits. I get the shits. I mean, I do not go to McDonald's. I don't go to any oh, of the... Oh, that's fa- pure chemical. Hold on, Marla. I don't go to any of the fast food restaurants at all, Renegade Nation. And the reason is that that shit is so chemicalized with crap that it makes you sick. I mean, if you start... Uh, when you fart, if you smell... And you, and you know what you what, when you fart, what your smell like. You know your fart smell. God, you, it stinks in here. No, <laughs> Marla, when you smell a fart that smells completely different than your normal fart, that means yeah. that's the chemical. That's the shit like that's in there. Rot, yeah. Hey, it's- Dina, have you ever had that experience or your husband where you, you eat something and you fart and you go, that smells weird? Right. That's it's the chemical. Normal. Huh? My normal flatulation smell. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Your normal flatulation smell. <laughs> you mean your farts? Even the fart. Even when you go to the bathroom, when you take a poop, the poop smells a certain way. When you eat anything with a chemical or some kind of chemical additive in the food, you will smell differently. It's it's proven. Let's have a poo throwing contest. We'll have a poo contest. <laughs> anyway, hey Dina, let's. Okay, we, we need to take a break, Dina. Hold on, we're going to continue this conversation because it's really getting good because a lot of people are really concerned about their health. They're concerned about the food that they eat. They're concerned about these chemicals and they're also really concerned about these prescription drugs which are really, really hurting a lot of people. Yes, Marla, what? For the most part in the Mm -hmm. U.S., Mm -hmm. everyone's a sheeple and they just go along with it. They have no idea. They do no research. Oh, my song. We'll be right back. Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow and then the days got worse and worse and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me are your freedoms being destroyed like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. Dina Ray on air today talking about the pharmaceutical companies, the crummy food that you eat, and why all of this is happening to you. And welcome to the House of Horrors. My name is Richie Kepler at Renegade, along with Marla, the ever drop dead gorgeous model, and Dina Ray herself out of Chicago. On the 21st day of the month of September, in an early year of a decade not too long before our own. 
the human race suddenly encountered a deadly threat to its very existence. And this terrifying enemy surfaced, as such enemies often do, in the seemingly most innocent and unlikely of places. Shop of Horrors. Yes, we are. Isn't it just grand? Here we sit in the House of Horrors. You don't know what you're eating. They're killing us. Dina Ray is on air to discuss and to educate more of our listeners, Renegade Nation, as to what the hell's really going on. And Dina, we welcome you to the show. Hi, Marla. How are you? I'm doing just fabulous, Richie. How are you over there? Yeah, the I'm hanging in there after I had my <laughs> shot of Jack Daniels and ate a hamburger. I, I, I kind of smell. I, here comes a fart. Oh, oh my gosh. You know, anyway. <laughs> there are certain times he's going to go eat something, and I'm like, Rich, please remember the ramifications. You're going to get diarrhea, and you're going to stink up the entire house. You know what's funny talking about food, Dina? I had one of these frozen meatballs that I... Uh, oh, God. A frozen meatball thing. You know, you buy a bag of frozen meatballs. Every time I eat that meatball, I stink. I, I'm farting. I'm, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I, I, so I don't buy it anymore, but I looked at the back of all the chemicals that were inside this meatball. It was absolutely amazing. Thank God I, it leaves my body. I mean, I, you know. You I, don't I feel, want to be eating that stuff, I'm, I'm not, but I feel sorry for the people who don't shit this out because it stays in their system and it's killing them. So anyway, Dina, continuing on. Okay. Um, well, I wanted to just back up a little bit about this Codex Alimentarius because um, I just find this really interesting how this whole food standard thing came about because it's really important at, at the end game um, when, when you see what I'm, I'm talking about um, this Fritz Termier who supposedly started the whole thing was in charge of IG Farben which was this humongous big pharma conglomerate of um, like 20 different IG companies farting? Um, <laughs> uh, Bayer Aspirin you've heard of Bayer B-A-Y-E-R yeah that's German that's um, a German company isn't it Bayer Aspirin yeah, and um, BASF, and um, another one is Horst. And anyway, this IG Farman was about 20 or 30 of these major pharmaceutical companies, and Fritz, Fritz Termier was in charge of, of IG Farman. Now, why is this important? Because people seem to think that Hitler was the one who had this grand idea for genocide and, and World War II and Germans, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's all bullshit. Uh, I.G. Fireman put Hitler where he was through their own money, through their own political funding. They um, gave him, they, he was basically a puppet of I.G. Farben's. Because um, well, I.G. Farben agreed with everything Hitler was doing, but they thought during war they could take the prisoners and use them as guinea pigs for their um, to figure out new ways um, for to create drugs and pharmaceuticals. Well, wasn't wasn't um, that, Dina? Wasn't that investigated and found out to be true that they were doing that? Oh, absolutely. And um, I.G. Farben and this Fritz Termier, who was running things, basically owned Auschwitz. And they created the gas that they put in all of the gas chambers, mm -hmm. and they created the, the gas explosives. And um, they, you know, Auschwitz was their personal 
guinea pig cage, and they'd take these prisoners and, you know, test them here, test them there. Um, everybody's heard of, you know, how can we turn brown eyes blue? And, you know, they'd um, stick a needle in their eyes with blue dye. And they were doing all Ew. of this. Hor- I mean, horrible, horrible, horrible crimes. And um, yeah, you know, you know, you, uh, Dina, you know what that's called? It's called research and development. It's called yeah, R&D. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's R&D on humans to see what they, how, they, how, how they can kill people through food and through prescription, uh, through drugs. Not prescription drugs, but drugs of themselves. Oh, you're, oh, you're absolutely right. Um, well, anyway, um, this Fritz Termier, who was the head monster of all of this, he, got, he was sentenced to seven years after the Nuremberg trials, mm-hmm. and he served two and a half of them. And then he got out, and guess guess where he started working again? Where the pharmacy? Well, Bear. Yeah, Bear. Oh. Yeah, Bear, yeah. Bear Aspirin. Yeah, Bear's a German company. Yeah, he was a good yeah. little boy in prison, so they let him out. Right, him and uh, twenty four others who were um, working at Farben, helping you know gas Jews to death. Yeah. They, so, so this guy started all of this back when? Back in World War Two. Germany. Uh, the er- Nazis. He um, got out in the early 50s, and mm-hmm. then by the early 60s, he invented the Codex. Huh. There you go. So, okay, getting back to the food, um, they, they, they've been doing this for a long period of time, and like with these Monsanto and the chemicals, and everything is being put out into the food system. Mm. Yes, Marla? <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, no, I'm not trying to interrupt you. No, you are. You're doing a great job of it. Go ahead. You can interrupt me. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask Dina if she had heard about the study with the uh, McDonald's hamburger, hamburger and the French fries. Uh, no, I, I'm, I saw that movie, Super Size Me. Mm-hmm. Well, this is different. But, well, the Super Size Me, that's where the, the guy lost his libido. He was going he was gonna die after 30 days of eating all that shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, well, they, yeah go ahead, Dina. And uh, this is just like a, a, a homemaker's thing. She took, you know, a McDonald's burger, cheeseburger, and french fries and put them on a dish. And she left them there for eight years. After eight years, they were still in perfect condition. In fact, if you find... And, they start, and then they started bringing up, do you ever wonder why you're cleaning out the car and the McDonald's french fries don't go moldy? That's exactly where I was going, Marla. Yeah. Yeah, if a if, if french fry falls out on, on, onto your car floor and you don't think about it, and then three months later or two months later you look and you go, oh, there's that french fry, it's still there. It, it, it doesn't disintegrate. And we're eating that shit. In fact, I had, you know, a funny story. I was in a In-N-Out burger joint. That's in California, uh, Dina. And they make everything fresh. Fresh beef, fresh French fries. Well, anyway. Oh, I've had them before. Yeah, they're oh, good. Oh, you've had them before? They're good. Yeah. So everything's fresh and they do everything the right way. Well, what happened was I happened to be in this In-N-Out and I'm sitting there, you know, in a meeting and this girl sitting across from me and she said, these French fries, they don't taste good. They don't taste like they, but like, like they, they don't taste good. And I leaned over and I said, ma'am, you're eating a real potato. <laughs> I said, if you look in the back there, you can see the potatoes being sliced by the guy. You see the guy back there in the kitchen, they're slicing. That's a real potato you're eating. You're eating. You're so used to eating that crap that they've been feeding you, these fake French fries, that when you actually ate a real potato, you didn't even know what it tasted like. That was amazing, Dina. Oh, I know. There's a big difference between uh, hand-cut fries and 
McDonald's. Yeah, I don't even know where the McDonald's uh, fries come from. But you know what? It's funny on Yahoo and all these uh, social networks, they always vote for who has the best French fries, and McDonald's always comes up number one. But the real potatoes never come up number one. It's always the, the fake shit. That's because all the sheep will eat that shit. So anyway, I don't know. so continuing on, so so we we're okay. in into now the now we're in the sixties. Yeah, we're in the food thing. All right, we're in the food thing and this food thing. So so continue on with the with the conspiracy of the food, and then we'll go into the uh, pharmaceuticals. Okay, uh, well, as you guys are obviously um, on top of, they've found throughout the decades uh, the benefits of vitamins and the benefits of minerals and natural supplements and. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and um, how we don't need synthetic drugs for everything. And um, a lot of health food stores keep opening up, and um, you know, the natural remedy thing is, is very popular with, with most people. You know what's really funny about that? We uh, have the uh, Hawaiian here, uh, mo- um, uh, Honey Girl, honey girl. Who's, who's not feeling too well, but she, when we first met her, we were talking about pharmaceuticals and drugs, <clears throat> and her, her grandparents uh, grew up on, on the islands here in Hawaii. They never left Hawaii. They stayed on Hawaii, and there was no... Now, in Renegade Nation, listen to this. There was no Western medicine introduced in the islands back in the day. Now, uh, they died when they were 92 and 95. And I, I asked Honey Girl, I said, well, how, when they got sick, how did they cure themselves? She said that they cured themselves from the land, from the plants that, were, that grow. The healing plants. The healing plants on the islands of Hawaii. And yeah, yeah, she grew up on Kauai. And she grew up on Kauai. And I said, you mean to tell me that when they got sick, they, they got a cold or they got the flu or they got, what, they got cut or they got an infection? She said, everything that's on the land, everything that grows on the islands will compensate uh, other than having prescription drugs because Western medicine is not... Compensate does not fit in your Okay, sentence. well, I made a mistake. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm tired. I mean, I fuck up once in a while, Marla. You want to be really? my... You want to criticize me? You want to no. be critical of me no. like everybody else is critical of me? Anyway, let me finish my story. So I said, so you mean to tell me, honey girl, that what, they never had any Western medicine? She said, absolutely, unequivocally, no. They never had aspirin. They never had cough syrup. They never had any of this shit. They, they took care of themselves from the land. From, from the growth of the plants, and the plants took care yeah, of them. Yeah, the plants, the herbs. It was amazing. Oh. Yeah. Well, the problem with that is, though, you can't patent that. That's the problem for Big Pharma. You, you can't put a patent on um, plants. Well, Big Pharma doesn't want anybody to know that these plants will take care of your health. And you, if you eat right from the land and you, you do the right thing, you know what to do with the plants. And that's how the, uh, the early Hawaiians knew what to do. And so, I, I would, I, in fact, I even grilled her about that. Yes, Marlon? Just like uh, the uh, American Indians. I mean, they did the same all, thing. All these people survived off the plants and trees, and they of the lived land. for a long period of time. Right. Uh, I, um, I wanted to throw in. There's this one guy. His name is uh, Plotkin, and he Harvard, big Harvard um, ethnobotanist, and he went down to South America, and he's t- basically the same story as Honey Girl, and he he found this tribe and. They were so primitive, they didn't even wear clothes, and they lived in grass huts and whatever, but they, they um, 
had long lifespans. So he studied with them for a few years, and he got to meet the shaman or medical medicine man. Mm-hmm. And um, they showed him all of the benefits that the plants had in South America. So he went back and he sold the information to a pharmaceutical company and said, oh my gosh, these plants, we've got to get some plants and grow them in greenhouses and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Big big pharma says, yeah, that sounds great. So they went down there themselves um, and they gave this tribe a whole bunch of money and they took the plants, but they didn't um, grow the plants. They figured out a way to make a synthetic version. Yep. Well, that's what they always do. So this guy didn't know what was going on. He went back because he was um, on friendly terms with this tribe. He goes back a few years later to check in with them. They're no longer naked. They're wearing, like, Hawaiian shirts and pants, and they no longer have um, grass huts. They have really nice houses in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, because they took the money and they got in, right. inducted into the society. I thought they, I thought you were going to say they were all dead. So did I. <laughs> you know what, who was dead? The medicine man. Yeah, the medicine man. seriously died. <laughs> you see? <laughs> they go back, they're all dead from all the bullshit that they fed them. <laughs> Here, take, take the pink pill. Yeah, take, the, take the pink pill, mate. It'll make your dick hard. Go ask Alice. <laughs> anyway, so getting into the pharmaceuticals, okay. let's go into that we talked about the food let's go get, get into the pharmaceuticals well, they have did yes, you have anything else to add about the food um well there's i mean there's so much i could i i don't know we don't have enough time here, but there's so much going on with the food and how it gets passed through the fda and how it's one big payoff and um it's, it's just unbelievable i guess the one my one big soapbox this week, it might be different next week, but my <laughs> one big soapbox this week is aspartame. Oh, yeah. Um, aspartame is a really good thing to talk about. Most people drink, don't talk yeah, about aspartame. Do you guys drink Diet Coke? I, I was. I'm a former. Oh, no, no, oh no, 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 no. In fact, talking about that, they did a study years ago. It was on 2020 on the Ostrich Media where they took this uh, 10-year-old kid and uh, they had him swing a bat. Okay, so he swung the bat, and they timed, they timed him on the swing of the bat, how fast he could swing the bat. Then they put him on aspartame. They put him on all that Diet Coke and all that uh, fake sugar shit and all that. They put him on that for a year, and when they retested him, Renegade Nation, a year later, his swing was slower. Hmm. We'd have okay. to see that because... No, I, I, we, can, we can dig that up. No, I'm I, just saying, I, how can they prove it was the drug? Because... Because they took them off, they took they put them on aspartame. So anyway, yeah. go go on about aspartame. Well, as you're alluding to, it causes um, a, a breakdown of the nerves, and they think it might even be responsible for MS. Wow. So, and cancer, and um, it's brain fake. tumors, and about five or six other terrible things. And um, when they first invented it in the '80s. The company who invented it was being run by, I'm sure you've heard this name before, Donald Rumsfeld. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sec- former Secretary of Defense, yeah, Mr. All-American oh, yeah. himself. Yeah, go ahead. So, you're going to love this. And I mean, I'm, 
I wish I'm not even making this shit up. This is too b unbelievable. For you me. don't. Ha you, and you so, know what, hey, Dina? You don't have to make it up because it is real. You're just telling it the way it is, and that's why we don't sugarcoat shit here at Renegade. That's what people want to hear. Well, again, we I'm don't sorry. sweeten low shit. <laughs> sweeten low. <laughs> hey, you want to get rid of your wife? Give her sweeten low for ten years. Anyway, go ahead. So, so Donald Rumsfeld is running things at this pharmaceutical company that created aspartame. I, I, I don't, the name of the company eludes me right now, but it, at any rate, he um, gets, puts his product because it's better than saccharin at this point. Because if you remember, saccharin was what was in tab. That's and right. And that caused cancer. And people didn't really like the taste of it anyway. Right. So... He proposes it to the FDA, which we all know the FDA is pretty much run by a lot of people in big pharma, so it should have been a shoe-in approval. Mm -hmm. But aspartame is such garbage that even the FDA, who is in his frickin' pocket, said, no fucking way, we're not passing this. Amazing. So he gets Reagan to fire the head of the FDA, and then he gets Reagan to appoint a new head of the FDA. Bingo. Aspartame is legal. Wow. Well, exactly what you're talking about, um, uh, Dina, is I know a pharmacist. I'm not going to bring up his name or where he works, but he told me that a lot of government officials in high-ranking positions used to work in the pharmaceutical industry. Mm -hmm. Isn't that just amazing? And you yeah. know what really got me about aspartame and putting it in the, in the soda and all the shit they put it into? It tastes like shit. It is an absolutely horrible oh, taste. Now they have that equal. Yeah, equal. But what they did, Mark, let me finish. What they did was they, they, said, they said, if you drink this, you will not get fat. And that's what the fucking ostrich media put out there. So here they are. And I used to laugh my balls off at yeah. any type of fast everybody food. Everybody does. Every, every, everybody does. You get a Big Mac and you get French fries and you get a Diet Coke. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense. They fell. The, the dummies of America fell hook, line, and sinker for this fucking crappy fucking chemical that they put in soda and sweet and low and all that bullshit because they thought it was helping them when they were actually lied to and bullshitted because now you're having all these issues of health issues over the last over the last 30 years yeah and there it's, you go there is a natural sweetener out there in it's called the, sugar no no, no well sugar. Uh, uh, stevia stevia is a natural all natural um sweetener yeah, they, that one's uh, quite a bit more expensive, but they can't find anything that wrong with it. Right. Exactly. I mean, I, 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 the aspartame thing, and I think, and I think you're right, Dina. I think a lot of people that have taken uh, that, drinking those diet sodas and diet drinks and diet everything else, and you're gonna lose, you're gonna get fat. Why is it that they're so dumb that they can't understand they're drinking a chemical? I mean, because people are idiots, Rich. And the other thing is, we were talking about wheat gluten. Uh, well, yeah, well, let me bring that up. Okay, go ahead. Okay, one more thing about And then we're food. going to take a break. we got to take yeah. a break after this. Um, and I was telling Dina off air, uh, for all of a sudden, let's say three years ago, five years ago, whatever, I started, my stomach started getting bigger and bigger to the point where I looked pregnant. You know, and I saw a lot of doctors. I thought maybe I had a tumor, you know, and I, I couldn't lose it. Well, 
Oh, so, and one doctor told me, oh, that's just, you know, middle-aged spread without doing any kind of testing on me. So anyhow, I'm, I'm looking at myself going, what the hell is wrong? So I looked some stuff up on WebMD, and it turns out I'm allergic to wheat germ. Wheat which, gluten. Wheat gluten, I'm sorry. Wheat gluten, which is called celiac disease. And I asked a, a professional about this uh, wheat gluten, and he said, I, I asked when it was introduced into the food, and he said in the 1960s. So I guess it all caught up with me, and my, my uh, body just rejected it. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll take a, talk about more of the wheat gluten, because wheat gluten, Renegade Nation, is in, almost in every... Um, <clears throat> package of food, especially the processed food. If you yes. look at processed foods and look at the ingredients, you will see wheat gluten. It's in there. It's a horrible, <clears throat> horrible chemical. It's a horrible chemical that keeps food fresh and you're eating it. And it's amazing the shit that they're putting in the food and uh, we're all getting sick from it and we'll be right back with Dina Ray. Of course, you're listening to Renegade Talk right here oh, in Maui. Yes, I don't Marla? look pregnant anymore. You don't look pregnant anymore. <laughs> 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 okay, we'll be back. You listen to RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit, and we'll be right back. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to Renegade Talk.fm in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat what, Marla? Shit. Shit. We have author, D- author Dina Ray on air with us out of Chicago. Dina, thank you for being on the air with us. We love you. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Yeah, a little bit of uh, spirit in the sky. <laughs> Norman Greenbaum from the uh, late 60s here at Renegade. Hope you're liking the show because we're enjoying it and we hope you enjoy it. And we're going to be talking to Dina about prescription drugs and continuing our conversation. Oh, that reminds me. I need my pills. up to the spirit of the sky as Marla just fucked up the intro. Thank you, Marla, I'm for doing a great... I'm sorry you wouldn't shut up. No, you're a fuck up. You know, just shut up. I know. Jesus Christ, I can't even do anything professionally well, anymore with your, big, with your big mouth. <laughs> Christ almighty. Shit, you talked with... Uh, uh, never mind. Well, you know what? I, I, when I get done with this radio show, I'm going to go back to bed. That's what I'm going to do. Fine. No, I thought I was going to go to the, the beach. But anyway, uh, we have Dina Ray, an author out of Chicago who writes about uh, conspiracies, what people are really doing, what's really going on. And we're talking about food and pharmaceuticals and the drugs. And we're going to turn it over to Dina. And Dina, can, we were just talking about what, aspartame? Is that where we were? Yeah, that's um, one, of the, one of the many harmful drugs that was passed by the FDA. And, of course, co- the Codex in Europe in um, how they're trying to get rid of natural remedies and natural supplements. And um, I, in the 90s, all of, they were coming down on all of these health food organic places, and they were classifying vitamins and minerals as drugs, which would mean that a doctor would have to prescribe them, and people like you and me couldn't buy them over the counter. 
So the supplement industry organized, and they worked really hard, and they wrote their congressmen letters, and on and on and on, and they came up with this law. Uh, it's called DSHEA for short, and it stands for Dietary Health Supplement Education Act, and it was passed in the 90s, and that is why the United States is not in this Codex Alimentarius so far. But what the goal is in Europe, anyway, and it's already happened in Norway and Germany, vitamins and minerals, so many of them, are banned from stores. And you can either buy a really low dose that is practically worthless, or you can get a prescription from your doctor. So Big wow. Pharma is also taking over. Wow. Okay, you know, you know what my question is, and I think to the audience, too, to Renegade Nation, why are they doing this? What, what is it in for these people that are they doing this? They want I, to kill us, yeah, Rich. But, but I, I just don't understand. We're all going to die anyway. It, it's it just doesn't a, matter. I mean, these people are... The I, elitists, the Illuminati, whoever you want to call them, they want a certain number of people on planet Earth, and they're trying to get rid of everybody. Well, I'm getting really fed up with these elitists, and I think that we're going to have to do something about it. Don't you think, Dina? Don't you think we have I to... Think we oh, yeah. We hmm? need to go feed them a whole bunch, a whole bunch of that. What's that? Aspartame. No. Aspartame. Um, Aspartame will feed them. I mean, I I don't really understand the whole how the whole entire thing works. Like, um, for example, um, not I don't know anybody on Viax, but this came up in my research. Um, Viax what, um, was a popular pain reliever. Never, uh, heard, never, never heard, heard of it. I've never heard of it. Oh, well, hey, Dina, I, Dina, I never heard of Viax. Me what is either. it? Uh, it's a it's a pain reliever for arthritis. Okay. Well, anyway, it was proven um, um, very um, bad for you. They had to take it off the market. In fact, but the drug made eleven billion dollars, and the fine was. $950 million. That's nothing. <laughs> so it's really to your advantage to create a drug, and if it kills people and makes them sick, sicker than oh, they should, well. oh, well, because the fine is so much less than the profit. Yeah, $11 billion versus $950 million, that's a smoking businessman elitist deal. That's a great fucking deal for them. Well, he, my, you know what my question is? How does the FDA approve this shit? I thought they had to go through a rigorous, a rigorous amount of testing before a drug is put onto the marketplace. Well, that's a drug. We're talking supplements right now, right, Oh, Dina? No, this is a drug. Um, well, arthritis. Well, is a drug. I'm sorry. I'm skipping around. Yeah. You're skipping around. Um, but well, that's, that's okay, but you can get supplements, any kind of supplements. That in, are, in this in this country, in we this, can. Yeah, in this country, with the ingredients, you know what's in it. But it always clearly says that it's um, not approved by the food and yeah, drug. Not, not, yeah. yeah, not approved by the FDA, what it, yeah. what it says. But you yeah. don't know what's in that shit either. Everybody, nobody knows anything about what's in these drugs. I mean, even, even the painkillers that are out there today. Well, now we're back on drugs. But nobody knows what's in any of these drugs. Nobody I, knows. I that's why everybody's getting in, sick. That's I, why when I talked to the pharmacist, Marla, he said that when he retires, he's going to come on the air and explain to everybody what the hell's inside these drugs and why we're getting sicker all the time. Well, let's hear what Dina has to say. And I know what's in some drugs. 
Well, just just to skip back to to supplements because they they want supplements to be classed as drugs, and so far in the U.S. that's not happening. But like the other author that I'm co-writing this book with, his name's Jeff Bowles, and he has stumbled on. He used his himself for a guinea pig, and he took massive doses of. By, uh, the hormone D3, it's a real popular thing right now in the health world. Hormone D3, is that for men and women? Yeah, anybody, you can buy it off of the shelf. Mm -hmm. um, it's not that expensive. And they recommend um, by a one pill, 5,000 milligrams. So and he took like 20,000 milligrams <laughs> a day. What is it supposed to do for your body? Well, he's finding out more and more and more. He had um, all of these arthritis problems, uh, not from old age, but from injuries. Mm -hmm. They're gone. He yeah. had um, a toenail that was all crusted up with, um, you know how they try to sell you Lamisol when your yeah. toenails get fungus ridden? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Rich, you should be listening to this. It's about toenails. He's over there stuffing his face with a burrito. <laughs> the professional. Uh, yeah, the I hope it doesn't have any GMOs in it. But um, the, anyway, did you, Rich, he, um, did you check for GMOs? And he, um, he's getting more and more people writing him, and it's uh, found out that there's a big thing linked with uh, helping MS uh, victims, and there's oh. a big thing linked how it helps Alzheimer's people. That's interesting. Uh, vitamin D3 and melatonin, and. Uh, there's more and more coming out about these natural uh, vitamin and hormones, and um, they're not allowed in um, parts of Europe at all. You can't. You have to get a doctor's prescription to even think about it. Wow! I never knew that. I never. You know, I, I didn't think that was possible. It's part of the Codex Alimentarius. It's one of the many rules that they have to follow, or. They're going to have problems with their trade, the trading end of everything. I, so how I, I, was your wait, burrito, Rich? I, I only ate a little bit. I had to eat something. But I, I, I heard about toenails and nails. What was that about? Yeah, Rich, Rich, Rich kind of has an issue with toenails. No, no, I don't have an issue with anything. I am perfectly healthy. And don't tell Renegade Nation that I'm unhealthy. Who, I'm gonna, who in the fuck do you think you are? I'm gonna You're not my personal physician. You Shut know your trap. What I'm going to do, Dina? I'm going to drug him tonight and then. No, I, I no, because they had Al, uh, Al Pacino on television the other night. Ew, his feet well, were uh, Let me finish before you interrupt me. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Al Pacino, they, they actually zeroed in on his nails, and his nails looked absolutely sickening. They looked like they were falling off his ha fingers. Hey, they were all green and gray and all wrinkled up and cracked and shit. What's that all from? He doesn't, he's not aging well, is he? No, he's not. He looks horrible. From yeah, what I saw, does. anyway. Well, Dina was ex explaining about her partner using... Um, go ahead, Dina, take it away. Well, he's got a line of um, health books out, and he's, he used his own, himself as a guinea pig for uh, vitamin D3 hormone. I take that every day. You wish That's you did. good. How many milligrams? I take vitamin D3. Um, 10,000, I think. It's a little, little uh, um, um, clear pill or something. Now, well, here's something a little interesting. If you were in Europe and you had to follow the codex, you, you could only buy yourself a very low dosage of 10, not 
Just 10. Wow. wow. I got 150. This is shocking to me. Yeah, well, this is real. I mean, they don't tell... I mean, again, we're back to that ostrich media, not telling us everything. Yeah, I had no idea. No, no idea. We'll have to find out from our people, our, our listeners in Europe. Here, here's a cal- calcium. You, um, the... What our country claims is you need 1.25 grams a day, minimum. And mm-hmm. women who are um, premenopausal need more, and if you're pregnant, you might need more. Well, in Europe, the Codex Alimentarius says less than one gram. Wow. What is the reason for that, though? Do you, do you have any idea, They're Dina? trying to kill them. Oh, they're, tr- <laughs> they're trying to set worldwide standards for food. Again, why do we need worldwide standards for food? Yeah, why do we need well, that? We New don't. Order. I, I, I mean, I can't come up with another reason. It's, it's called, you, you know what? It, food, it, you control the world. Dina, it's called control. That's exactly what it is. It's called control. And if you notice, Renegade Nation, if you notice, the food prices are going through the roof. Bah, bah, bah. And, that, and what they're doing is they're actually bah. raising the prices of the food with all the chemicals that they put in there, and you're paying now uh, more money to die faster. Yep. And yeah. all the sheeple. But anyway, getting, getting back to these nails, uh, when Al Pacino, uh, they, they zeroed in, and they actually, I think it was on TMZ, they go, oh, you, guess, who, guess who these nails belong to? And I'm going, oh, I don't know. It was yeah. really disgusting. Which my gross-out factor, It's a gross-out factor. But what is, is that a calcium deficiency, um, uh, Dina? I, I have no idea. I, she I would guess it. that nails are protein. Maybe it's a protein deficiency. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He needs to go have a mani pedi. He needs, he needs more than a mani pedi. He needs to be totally. But I, I've noticed people. I've noticed a lot of people that I see wearing, you know, sandals. I look at their feet. I'm, I'm not a foot fetish renegade nation, so don't even Darn. start. But I look at their feet and their nails. I love foot fetish guys. And their nails are all fucked up. Their toenails are all fucked up. Well, she can tell you off air. Okay. She can repeat it. Okay. It's too long for her to it's repeat. It's too long now. to repeat. So moving along now, what? Okay. <laughs> This is a great interview. I, Dina, I love you. You're so easy to talk to. I love you guys. You're so wonderful. personality-oriented. I mean, some of the people we've had on here are real fucking duds. Uh, anyway. So you were going to talk about um, prescription medication? We talked about that. Uh, no, we did not. I, here, well, here's one um, your listeners might find interesting. They've proven... That a chemical called epicyte, E-P-I-C-Y-T-E, causes sperm to be sterile and causes a woman to be infertile. Mm. Uh, it's part of when we were talking earlier about those GMOs, those genetically modified organisms. Well, that, that's trying to stop pregnancy. That's trying to stop the world wait, population. Wait. Again, I, you know, <coughs> my mind naturally floats to there. I, of course, could never prove that. Well, but my mind is always floating in that direction. And then when I get a tidbit like that, it just kind of confirms a little bit more. So is the GMO, is that the right? Yeah. Okay, so you're saying it does help with infertility and, and sperm, or it doesn't? It kills the sperm. It, it, Kills the sperm and it makes the woman infertile. Right. So in other words, use, the, isn't that the stuff your partner's using for arthritis? A GM? Uh, uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm starting to get a little bit. I'm I'm floating from topic to topic. No, um, epicyte is a chemical that um, Monsanto and Dupont use for um, their crops to make um, their crops bigger. Okay, so now I'm confused. Yes, yeah, so am I. 
Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, sorry let, let, okay. Let, let's, um, Dina. Let's go back to the sperm and the killing of the sperm. And the, what 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 drug is that that you said earlier? It's, it's, I'm sorry. It's a chemical. It's not. It's not a drug. Okay, it's a chemical. What is it called? It's called apocyte. Okay, is that being and what put? What is it in? Well, yeah, what's it in? It's in uh, pesticides for farming. Oh, okay. okay so when they that's spray, why she said Monsanto. Yeah, that's why they said Monsanto, because they're spraying the stuff and you're eating it, and eventually over a, a, a period of time, it will affect the reproductive of the male and the female. Yes. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I know they're trying well, no, to that's what they're, they're, No, they're trying to stop the population growth, and they're not telling anybody how they're doing it. They're doing it because we, if we don't eat, we die. I have so a what great is the perfect, idea. Yeah, what's your idea, Marlon? Send all <laughs> the illegal aliens oh. back to their own countries. <laughs> okay. I don't want to get into that. I don't really fucking care. <laughs> I, you know, I, I said a long time ago about them, I wanted to build a road for them, a special road from Mexico into the United States, and I wanted to have a little town set up so we could have, have them tailored and they could learn to speak English and they can have all of the good necessity and brand new car give them brand new clothing give them a, a, especially we have to put a Taco Bell there and and then and then when they get to California or Arizona or wherever they want to go we'll give them a free home that's been foreclosed on I've already said why this years not? ago why not why not you're forgetting the red carpet to roll out like oh, in yes. between the borders because they you know, they, walk across. they are so special and we talked about this and people have called me a moron and you're still and then they can eat the lettuce that's being uh, fermented with all these chemicals. With Monsanto. And uh, Monsanto. Come on, come on over to uh, the U.S. No, you, you know, and we'll kill you, you with know, our you, food supply. Well, you know what it is? They they won't eat that stuff because they know what's in it. They're in the fields. No, they're out there picking okay, it. Yeah. Out, that's all I just said. They're out there in the fields picking it. Well, then it's getting all over them, and they're getting, to they're, they're getting toxic. Oh, Don't Maybe. you see those people out in the fields? May they're okay. glowing green. We just came up with a great idea. Maybe that's why they're letting them come in here, because they're bringing all the chemicals with them. Well, they're making them pick the chemicals. Yeah, well, but it's on them, and then they have sex with somebody else, and it just goes and goes and goes. The, you know, I'm sorry, but Mexicans, they're like rabbits. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't want to get into all that political shit. I'm so sick of that fucking bullshit with these people. I mean, I sit here and watch this on the news, and everybody's oh, getting a free pass. I don't want anyone. Everything's a grand illusion. Not, not to get off topic, but... Again, why do we just not give a shit about it? Because it's all part of New World Order. It's, it's the New World no Order. It's a, anyway. So you know, it doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? That's exactly right, Dina. Nobody fucking cares anymore. People are screaming and yelling about all this stuff, about the food problems and the health problems and the prescription drug problem. And we got this problem and that problem. And you're 100% right. It's about the New World Order that we are now a part of. 50 years from now, people will look back and say, that was the beginning of the New World Order. This, these are the people that did this. And we're a part of that. A part of that. Yeah. And no one will remember us. They'll just remember all the assholes that did this to us. <laughs> well, there's a lot of assholes. Which assholes are you talking about? I know quite a few assholes the myself. Killing us, poisoning us, yeah, giving well. us stuff to kill us. You know, well, I, you know, one more question before we go. The people that are doing this, Dina, what are they eating? Do you know? Do you have any <laughs> idea? <laughs> just here, a little food for thought, no pun intended, okay? But um, you're talking about people who um, yeah, the have figured this out, okay? Rockefeller, uh, for example, is um, considered the great-grandfather to the FDA. Okay, so he's the elitist asshole, okay. <laughs> and guess what kind of food he ate? Oh, yeah. Right. Organic. And guess how he, he treated his ailments? How? With natural remedies. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, there you go. I'm better than you. Well, literally, 
as, as I'm fucking falling apart, I find, let me give you some of that good stuff, natural stuff. How old did he live to be? I don't know. He was old, though. He was up there. No, he was from the old days. Of, I that, know, that, that guy, Rich. Yeah. I'm not that stupid. Uh, you are stupid. It's just a matter of how stupid you are. On a scale of one to ten, you know, okay. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, with ten being really stupid, you're about a seven. Oh, my gosh. You're not going to I'm trying to so irritate. you rude. I, I, I am rude. Yeah. I'm rude. I'm arrogant. I'm an asshole. I'm everything that they say I am. I don't have a problem with it. But I have a problem with Rockefeller. What, how old is he? I need to know. I Where's my computer? Where's my Wikipedia? I want to know when he died. <laughs> I don't care. And I want to know, did his children follow Who that diet? Who gives a flying fuck? He, you know what? They, they, they do what they do, and they're controlling us, and that's what they've been doing. The same with that stupid ostrich media and all the crap. Do you ever watch those fucking TV commercials with um, uh, the pharmaceuticals? You're going to have oh, a heart yeah. attack. You're going to throw <laughs> up. You could fucking die. You can, yeah. Your fucking dick will fall off. Your pussy will fall out of your, out of your abdomen. I mean, they have all But of, your joint pain will be gone. You, you know, Adina, every time they have those commercials, on, I go to Marla. If, I, if we're hanging out, if Marla's over my place I'm, or I'm over her place, I go, that's the drug I want. Can you get that for me? Those side effects look great. No, those side effects are great. I want to have a heart attack. I want my <laughs> muscles to droop. I want my nails to fall out. I mean, it's really cool when they have, the, they have that on there. That's the drug I want. Give me that one. Give me, give me that one. just the kind of side effects I look for. That's it's true. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, great. Dina was great. We'll continue this conversation next week. It's always a pleasure having you on the air with us. It's a lot of fun to talk to you. Just an open conversation, like hanging out at a bar in Chicago, having an Italian roast beef with a root beer. <laughs> and I, and I'll, yeah. drink, I'll, I'll drink a beer and then my, um, what was it? My, my uh, what is it called? I don't know. My uh, di- my disease. You're my, di- I'm I'm allergic Wait, uh, to wheat gluten. Um, <laughs> celiac. Yeah, celiac. I'm, get, I'm allergic to the wheat gluten, so I'll have a beer and plump up real well. <laughs> you get celiac disease of the brain is what you got. Anyway, Dina, it was always a pleasure. Love you, Dina. If you ever want to come to Love Hawaii, you you're more, more than welcome to stay with us, and uh, you could uh, just lounge yourself on the beaches of Hawaii. Well, what, Think, yeah, hmm? one thing that's really cool here is you can get organic food. That, yeah, you came, can. that grew here. No, no, no Monsanto. Anyway, Renegade Nation, we're out of here. Dina, thank you. Dina's out of Chicago. Dina Ray, an author. Check her site out. Go to www.dinaray.co. She's, she's it dot, got great books. She has great books. Is thank that dot, dot co or dot com? Dot co. co. Dot co. And, and co, you ho. And, and, dot co. See, follow me at... at Halo of the Damned. Halo, Halo of the Damned. Follow her at Halo of the Damned, and you can learn all kind of information uh, from uh, Dina. And Dina's such a sweet, uh, sweet girl. So we are going to get out of here. We're going to take off. It's another day in paradise here in Maui. Renegade Nation, we love you. We love you, Dina. We love you, Bob and Philadelphia, and everybody else. We do. I'm, I'm going to go eat some chemical yeah, you treated go, food now. Go eat some chemical treated food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dina, thank you. We're out of here. Love you. Aloha. Aloha. Ha! Uh-huh.